Hey, lovebirds. Today, there's no intro, and there's no guest, and there's no free love advice. Today, we're going to have a heart-to-heart between me and you. Because I feel like I haven't really connected with you in a while. I mean, you get some of my stories and my thoughts through the guest interviews and through the free love advice segments that I was doing for the month of September. But today I just want to have a heart to heart with you. Man, I want to share with you what's going on with me. And what the love drive means to me. I've been crying a lot. I've, um, cried more in the last six weeks than I have in the last six years. I'm really grateful for that. I've had a series of experiences in the last couple months that have really broken me open in a lot of different ways. And it's such a huge gift because I'm able to feel even more than I ever have before. Um, And it's been painful (laughs) because, I don't know, a lot of sadness has come up. But the beauty of that is that a lot of other emotions have come up as well. That's the thing with being open. (laughs) Um, You're more vulnerable for all of the emotions. And that can be really scary because that means you're open to pain and heartbreak and sadness. But also means you're open to joy and bliss, gratitude, happiness, lightness. I guess that's my greeting to you. And I want to express how grateful I am that you've been listening and that You've been connecting with me in whatever way makes sense for you, whether that's via Instagram or sending me emails or just listening and hitting that play button. Because in the last two years, um, the this podcast has been listened to over 100,000 times. And... <laughs> That's incredible. (laughs) That's incredible. I'm so, so grateful that 
you choose to spend this time with me. <laughs> and to learn with me. And to grow with me. <laughs> I feel like there's been a lot of growth for me in the last couple of years. And this podcast reflects that. And my work reflects that. The longer I do this work, the more I mature and the more I learn and I grow and I heal and the more that reflects in my work. When I started the Love Drive, maybe like five or six years ago, uh, it was started on a whim in the back of a taxi cab in San Francisco when I was driving a cab and, you know, before that I'd always been curious about sex and love, but mainly sex <laughs> started with sex. And, you know, I'd, I'd been raised on uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla's love line. <laughs> I remember staying up, late at night and listening to it on my little Sony clock radio, the little white boxy one, like a little cube. And I'd just stay up and I'd listen to them talking about sex and love. And that's sort of where I began. And I remember when I was driving my cab, uh, I was talking to my, my fares and my passengers about sex and love. And a friend mentioned that maybe it was a good idea if I started recording those conversations. And so I did. I put GoPros and lights and microphones in the cab and I had unscripted conversations with people in San Francisco about all sorts of stuff, but mainly about sex. And that's the beginning of the love drive. I edited those videos and then I put them on YouTube and they're still there and they're on my website. And if you want to see them, just go to the, to the link in this, in this show notes and you can watch those videos. They're, they're good. They're not great, but you know, <laughs> I was also younger than I am now. So you could see what young Sean had to say about all those subjects. And that's where it began. That's where the love drive began. That's why it's called the love drive. Cause I used to drive around talking about love basically. Um, it's also a play on word on, on sex drive, you know, um, libido for your heart. <laughs> I think that was like <laughs> one of my early taglines. I might bring that one back. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then I stopped driving a taxi because it's hard work. It's really, really hard on the body. And I felt like a zombie. I was working 5 p.m. to 4 a.m., um, four to five nights a week. So it was really hard to have any sort of semblance of a, of a normal, quote-unquote, existence. <clears throat> then through a weird series of events, I found myself practicing erotic massage. And I'm not going to talk about that today, but stay tuned. <laughs> I've got a great episode planned to talk about this subject. Exactly. 
in any case, I continued the love drive in some way, shape, or form for for the for the following years, either through blog writing or video, like making little videos on YouTube. And I love writing. I don't love making videos, but all that still lives on my website and on YouTube. And a couple years ago, I decided to start this podcast. And since I began recording this podcast, which was almost two years ago, I think it started in March of 2018. Um, I've basically put out an episode every Tuesday since I took a, a break at the end of last year and have been slowly honing this podcast. And as I grow, the podcast grows and my business grows and I love sex and I'm interested in sex, but I'm really, really interested in emotions and our ability to process them and sit with them and sort of make sense of them. And at some point, the pursuit of emotional intimacy in my personal life became really important because I realized that this was what helped me connect with other people. And if I could cultivate my emotional intimacy, then I could use that as a bridge to other people. So that's the work that I do now, these days. My mission is to help people develop the emotional intimacy required to have loving and connected relationships. And what's what's not explicitly said in this mission statement, but that is, that can be read between the lines is that that emotional intimacy has to happen for you first before it can happen with somebody else. I can only support someone to the extent that I can support myself. I can only love someone to the extent that I can love myself. If I am not emotionally intimate with myself, I cannot be emotionally intimate with somebody else. I truly, truly believe that. And so the work starts with me and it starts with you. But the beauty of that is that the work spreads outward to all of your relationships, intimate or not. Work relationships, family, friends, strangers on the street. The more you cultivate emotional intimacy with yourself, the more available you are to other people. The more available you are to yourself, the more available you are to other people. I get that question a lot. You know, why do I attract emotionally unavailable people? And I suspect it's because those folks are themselves emotionally unavailable to themselves and to others. We often attract the 
types of people that hmm, allow us to work on our shortcomings. We find ourselves in similar dynamics over and over and over again until we break free of them. So today, I continue to work on this podcast. And I also now work with people one-on-one as a love coach. And I help people develop the emotional intimacy required to have loving and connected relationships with themselves so that they can have them with others. We work on boundaries, how to identify them, why they're important, how to ask for them to be met, what are appropriate consequences when those boundaries are violated. I work with people on identifying their needs because how can you ask for what you want when you don't know what you want? So an exploration on what do you need? Why do you need it? What's so important about that need for you? How do you ask for that need to be met? How can you have that need met in various ways? And what happens when people say no? Or even as scary, what happens when people say yes? What happens when your needs are met? What kind of expansion shows up in your life? What kind of space shows up when your needs are met? What happens then? I work with people on desires. What do they want? If you don't know what you want, will you ever recognize it if it's standing in front of you? Getting clear on our wants makes it easier for us to identify them when they are present. What's the difference between a need and a want? A need and a desire. We're privileged to be able to work on this stuff to be able to work on our relationships. A lot of people don't have that luxury because of their life situation. When you're just trying to survive, you don't really think about the kind of stuff that we think about. You think about how you're going to get enough money to feed your family. You don't think about how can you get all of your relational needs met from your partner in the most loving way possible. And at the same time, that's okay. It's okay for us to do this work because we are in a position of privilege. And so let's do this work with the most intention and love and care and respect possible. Knowing that when we work on ourselves and our emotional bodies and our communication skills and our ability to love, we do that so that we can create a more loving world. So that we can 
have a lighter touch. We can create less chaos and less pain, and we can create more love and more compassion and empathy and respect and joy with those around us. I work with people one-on-one and I love that work. I also see its limitations. I only have so many hours in the day that I can work with people. And I also am not hyper-productive. I, I moved away from the San Francisco Bay Area because I, I didn't connect with this idea that we have to work really, really hard all the time to achieve more and create more and have a bigger impact. Because all of that hyper-productivity comes at a price. And for me, that price is my presence, my ability to love, my ability to take care of myself, um, my joy. So I'm limited in the amount of one-on-one sessions that I can do with people. And so because of that and because the, this is the next phase of my development, I am creating a group coaching program that is launching very soon, probably this week, called Desires, Needs, and Boundaries. And it's a six-week group coaching program for 12 people. I don't actually know all of the details right now because I'm, I'm building it and designing it as we speak. But essentially, it's 12 people, six weeks, and everybody will have an opportunity to be coached live um, online while being witnessed by the 11 other participants of the group. So everybody will get a turn in the quote-unquote hot seat, but it's not a hot seat. It's a, let's call it a love seat because I will shower you with love and everybody else in the group will shower you with love as we explore your topic that's centered around either your desires, your needs, or your boundaries and how to identify those and how to get them met and how to talk about them. So this is coming up really soon. This is the kind of work that I'm doing right now. And I'll tell you how to sign up if you're interested. But I am beyond excited about this. And I'm excited about where the love drive is headed. Um, I'm, exci- <laughs> I'm excited about this community of lovebirds that is growing up around me, that is watching me grow as well. So we're all growing together. My work for tomorrow and beyond most probably includes live events because I so desperately want to meet you in person. 
I'd love to work on a retreat and some workshops. I am going to continue to do this work. Every job that I've ever had has been in service of others. And I don't plan on stopping that anytime soon. Hopefully I'll also develop a video course so that people who can't travel or who don't have the means of attending a retreat or a workshop can learn from this work from a distance and at a lower price point that makes it more accessible for more people to develop the emotional intimacy required to be more loving and to be more connected. Hmm. You might not know this about me, but you probably do. I read a lot of books. I probably read about a book a week. And I've put all of my favorite books in a book list for you to read. And I didn't just put like a PDF together with a list of books. I, I wrote like a, I wrote a lot. I wrote a big document of my favorite books and how they have impacted me and how they've shown up for me and why they're important to me. And you can find that book list by going to my website thelovedrive.com forward slash book list or by going to the show notes. There's a link in there. Just click on book list. And at the very bottom of that book list, there's a sign up form to sign up for my newsletter. And if you sign up for that newsletter, you will get the PDF version of the book list with all of the clickable links. And that book list gets updated frequently. Every time I read a book that I feel is worthy of your time, I add it to the list. Not every book I read makes it on that list. And if you sign up for the newsletter, you will find out about my group coaching program, Desires, Needs, and Boundaries, because I will let them know. Whoever's on the newsletter will find out about it in the next couple days. You'll also find out about my upcoming video course as soon as it's ready. And I'll probably need your feedback on building it. So if you want to provide feedback on what exactly the video course should include, then get on the newsletter. You'll find out about any live events. And you'll also find out about how to support this podcast. Because I recognize that not everybody wants coaching. Not everybody wants to go to a workshop or to a live event or, or wants to buy a video course. And some of you just want to listen to the podcast. That's fine. That's why I created this podcast. And some of you want to just listen to the podcast, but would love to support me anyways in the work that I do. If you sign up for that book list, I'll let you know how you can support the podcast. Or if you don't even want to sign up for the newsletter and you just want to buy me lunch, you can do that by becoming a sustaining lovebird. 
and pledging a small but meaningful monthly contribution to this podcast. And that means the world to me. And what I love even more than having you buy me a chocolate bar is that every month I get an email reminding me that people are contributing to this work. And your name shows up every month should you become a contributing lovebird. And I love that. I love getting that email. I also love knowing that this work matters to you and that it's making a positive impact in your life. So if you don't want to sign up for the newsletter, that's cool. And you want to buy me a chocolate bar, go to lovedrive.com forward slash join and put your money where your heart is. I am beyond touched that you listen. Oh yeah. My name is Sean Galanos and this is The Love Drive. Have a beautiful week.